0: Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken.
2: I'm Stevie Anderson,
0: and I'm the Christmas star of this
2: podcast. Oh, Bethlehem! Bethlehem. The star of Bethlehem. People love the star of Bethlehem. She's I popular. Mean, it's star. A great conjunction. She's yeah. she's going to be in the mix? Right? Is that her? Is that well, her it's... deal?
1: It, they they theorize that it um, because the star was so bright that it was possibly a great conjunction
0: because yeah. Jupiter and Saturn in Pisces
1: yeah. because a lot of um, astrologers during that time would use this time to like quote unquote find a profit for the next 20 years
2: oh shit Ooh, profits for 20 damn who's... well 20
0: years that's when they happen these great conjunctions every 20 years
2: whoa the great stuff star- I know I keep I feel like I keep seeing on like on like aunt and mom Facebook of like, this is like the one astro event of the year. I feel like all the moms are sharing it on Facebook. That's like look up on the twenty first, everybody.
0: <laughs> well, it is. I mean, I forgot about that until um, doing research for this. But it is also one that's visible to the naked eye because mm-hmm. Saturn and Jupiter are also visible to the naked eye. They're far, I mean, they're not as easily they're not as easily visible as like Venus and Mercury. Um, but that is why you know why traditional astrology ends with Saturn because it's what you can see well they're
1: the last ones you can see which is why they were deemed the most important
0: Mm -hmm. at that
1: time Mm -hmm. um so kind of like and I'm sure you know 20 year cycles back then people weren't living as long so I'm sure that that also makes it um feel important you know
0: Mm -hmm. oh for sure
2: yes i mean talk of couldn't even couldn't even wait it's the talk of the town i feel like it's taken the astro internet by storm it's this motherfucking great conjunction and not just the great conjunction but this big ass switch from earth to air which is just so it's like nobody really knows what we're about to get into (laughs) like no one really knows what this is gonna look like or represent and um yeah, know it was like it's interesting, like looking up this more because I feel like I kept hearing about it in pass, in astro passing, right? Like, like little links, and I know like Jessica Lignano just had an episode on it, and all, and you know, it's it's definitely the talk of the town. But there's still so much of like, oh, this just really is that marker of we're entering a new time and a new space of the unknown.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the. I think the the thing is like, I mean, people are talking about it because obviously it is a big <laughs> deal. But I think it's like we're not gonna know. Again, just like jumping right into it. There's no, it's Mercury moved into Capricorn today. There's no time to, to <laughs> dick around. But uh, I, I think that this is a big deal, obviously, but I think that we're not going to know what the big deal is for a minute. Mm-hmm. I like think it's... there's
1: some things that are known. I mean, I think there it there, there's a grand mutation that's happening alongside the um so the great conjunction has been happening in earth signs for years and years um twenty ish I would every, say yeah every twenty um so uh it's moving into an air sign for the first time in a long time, and I believe at zero degrees as well, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of this fresh aquarian energy, and then I think you know. Saturn being the traditional ruler of Aquarius, that also makes it kind of important. And it being a zero degrees gives it that same kind of like, it feels like there's some sort of reverence that we should pay to this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for sure. I don't mean that it's not that. I mean more like, I think people are catastrophizing as they are want to do whenever they find out that there is an astrological event. And I think it's not so much a, this isn't like a one time event this is ushering in a new series of things that we are going to be able to look back on and see oh this is you don't know what's like history in the making while mm-hmm. it's making it because it's just your life it's not like eventful at that point you don't know that you're like recording a hit single that's about to be the biggest thing in the world and change pop music forever you just know that you have a thing it's like that kind of we don't know what the 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 what the actual like turning point is. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I think it's, it's interesting thinking of this in conversation of like, Oh my God, Mercury retrograde or the planet's happening to me. And like these things. And it's like, Oh, this ushering in of air energy is just setting such a new stage of what might be important to us and what might be interesting to us. It's interesting thinking that I think it's been since 1802 or something. Uh, This is like a combination of like, I think Astro twins had an article on it Uh, Elisa Kelly had one for Cosmo. So this is like a little combo of information from there, but I think it's been since 1802. It's all been in earth. And if you think about that, we were really making this new industrialized world through this earthy sort of stuff and everything. I don't know. We are moving into this wave of ideas in the future and technology. I know that's like a trope, but we, we are, I mean, the last one was in 2000, May 2000 in Taurus, like, what a different fucking world we were living in, in 2000. And even looking at the list ahead of conjunctions in the future, I think I saw like a timetable that was listed out to like 20, 20, I can't even say these years, 2,438. Like there was every conjunction that's coming up. And I had this moment of like, Oh my God, these planets have been going on without me before. And will continue to go on without me in the future. And all like, In 2000, I could never tell you that 2020 would be anything like this. I don't even know if I thought of what 2020 would even look like. Um, So I think, I I don't know, like that planet's happening to you or like, yeah, this great conjunction, catastrophe, chaos, whatever. It's just, oh, now we're moving into, we have this big Aquarius boom, right, of Jupiter and Saturn, who are these social planets that do things kind of differently, but they do need to work together a lot of the time. And... This is really, you know, I loved uh, Julia's post about Saturn moving to Aquarius. So just about, like, we need progress. Like, Earth is really like, oh, well, how do we pay for it? And how does this work? And how does this function? Which is great Earth questions. But I think now we have to go into bigger ideas. We do. Like, we can't. It's like sometimes you have to take that Jupiter wrist swing. And then also that Saturn structure of how do we actually get to these bigger ideas? And also if these big ideas, you know, shoot for the stars and then we la- land amongst the clouds we're still in the fucking clouds so like let's get out of the fucking earth and go bigger that was a rant well, um <laughs> i think
1: i think too you know we're we're um uh i think aspecting the uranus or you mm-hmm. know so yeah there's that other ruler of aquarius too and uh i think there's just there's so much that can be gleaned from from this kind of energy you know thinking about like you said you know at the last time i think it was like in the renaissance age the last time we had it in the when we signs. had
0: it in air signs it was in yeah. the 12 the 1200s whoa I so don't know, it was but... it was post magna carta and um genghis khan
1: yeah so things that you know the beginning of not the beginning of but you know more recorded history happening and things Well, and think really... about that.
0: It's the idea of, I mean, like Mag- Magna Carta specifically, and forgive me all of my history teachers, but it is, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to go into a detailed <laughs> description of what the Magna Carta is, but to me that is revolutionary, like a philosophical idea that changes the world. That's not like a volcano exploding and stuff. This is like thoughts put down on, uh, in like, ideas made into form that then therefore shape history and that's that's where we're in this isn't like uh you know people having to move because the water dries up or something this is people changing the way that they live their lives and belief systems based on someone's ideas not a real thing I mean mm-hmm. not to say that idea like what's what's reality
1: I think physical yeah
0: yeah I, I I guess the
1: renaissance one I was thinking of was one in the water sign uh, in Pisces but yeah. Um, And, you know, thinking of that as creativity and art, obviously Renaissance, like what comes to mind to me is like, oh, yeah, like art museum, like Renaissance style, like, of course, like a bunch of stuff getting created. And I think that coming, you know, into Aquarius, it's kind of this idea of taking ideas that have already Uh, New ideas, of course, but like taking ideas that have already been established and have, you know, kind of that Capricorn steps, groundwork laid out and finding a way to really utilize them, like how we saw when Saturn moved into Aquarius during the pandemic. And we had all these systems like video calling and, and, you know, recording on our phones and all this stuff that became very useful, like I never used FaceTime very much before this. Or, you know, but I always had it on my phone. I just like, if somebody Facetime me, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm not answering. But now I don't see them. So I want to see them. And I think not to say that there's going to be another huge event like that, but a lot of the systems that we have that are working in certain ways, we can turn them around and use them in a way well, that benefits us today. Mm-hmm.
0: I wrote down and it's so like dumb, but I was like patting myself on the back. So like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, that like you can't. I really like the idea of and i know that i'd like kind of change this when it suits me i'm mutable sorry um (laughs) that i like the idea of thinking of this great conjunction which is when saturn and jupiter are going to be in the same place if we haven't mentioned that (laughs) they will conjunct at zero degrees and 29 minutes of aquarius um respectively they're going to be in the same place it's no respective it's the same place (laughs) um and that will happen on the 21st of december but i like thinking of aquarius being ruled by Saturn, when we're talking about this, because I like, I was, I wrote down like it's a fixed sign, as in it like fixes existing structure, mm-hmm. where it's like not the, and that doesn't mean that it's not, because we talk about Aquarius as like, you know, oh, it's so revolutionary, it's so, cha- it's so like, it's radical, it's different, it's unique, and it's like, it's not. I mean, not sorry, Aquarians, not to say that it's not so much, but it is also this thing that we talk about. I really like it in the context of Saturn of like just using the structure the way that other people, other people were just like using a, a phone as a phone. But if you actually, Mm. there's these things in there where you could be using your phone for all of these things, that's playing by the rules. It's just like flipping the script and saying, oh, actually we have the capability to -to face-to-face connect in this thing what who's to say the rule isn't that we have to be in the same room it's that we need to see each other face to face so i'm flipping like i'm fixing the problem and the system Mm -hmm. in the same kind of thing of like Mm -hmm. this and you can't you can't rebel against a, a system that doesn't exist either like revolution only exists by virtue of it being the alternative to something that isn't working So it is like this thing of, I think it's, I guess, doing some of the research on this when people are kind of conflating this with, and it's not astrology people. I think it's lay people that, you know, if we're talking about like the age of Aquarius or whatever, whatever these kind of connotations or even this the idea of like, the messiah coming again because this is another christmas star around christmas time and all that it's like no that's that's still playing by the old structure that there is like only one reality i don't know i'm going off on a here. I, I understand like, what but you're you know saying. what i mean where it's like I that's playing too. by old rules that's a very of- simple
2: it's a very simple breakdown of like Probably something bigger that's going to happen, which yeah, I'm, which I'm hoping is some new rules about the internet that like well, actually I, takes people that's... out. Because like, wouldn't we all want to use the internet? Like, the internet is a great tool, and it is also become a really scary tool at the same time. You know what? You know what's interesting
0: about that? The internet is also having a Saturn return. Ooh. I, I, I... I love that because it's like the internet. I think also it was that was part of my thinking of like Aquarius and Saturn instead of Uranian Aquarius because I, the internet, the internet used to be, and I realized that this is my own thinking too that I am needing to update if I want to like continue living life as it <laughs> exists currently. The internet used to be. Like the fringe, it was like mm-hmm. you had to designate like, oh, this is an online business or this is a, a like, oh, you have Internet mail. That's different. Like that's an alternative. It used to be a thing that wasn't the norm, but the Internet is fucking 30 years old. The Internet is an adult. <laughs> I mean, the like, it's time for the internet to grow up and have to face responsibilities. It's not like the outlaw Wild West anymore. It, it's been, it, this is where it's not, there isn't a different, a separation between like internet business and regular business. Business takes, everything happens online. It's not. You know what I mean? So it's like this idea of, like, there's the real world and there's the internet world and internet rules are different. It's like, no, this is where we live life and part of living life means we need structures and rules to help people live the best life. Mm -hmm. I think
1: I think there is, to go back to what you were saying about, you know, um, having one voice or one person, like a, a return of a messiah or something. I do think that there are, people in our world that have a unique ability to lead people and garner attention and figure out how to, you know, as an internet speak, create a following. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a much different, um, there's a much different way that that happens today than it has before at any time in history. So like, you know, we, we find that people on the internet specifically Say Stevie and I have like a very similar idea, and I say like, "Red nosed reindeer," more like whatever. Insert like dumb joke here, and then Stevie has a has the thing the same way, but it's like the joke first, and then it's like talk about a red-nosed reindeer a (laughs) hundred thousand people are gonna be like joke the joke the blah blah blah. and and at both of us no one's gonna Mm -hmm. say no one's gonna look at the time like it doesn't even matter it's just like the idea that two people independently can create have a similar thought is like it's it's mind-boggling to people and so I think for this like the the messiah of this uh so to speak would be more of things that are big ideas that a lot of people are feeling at once rather than, and and of course, some people will be able to succinctly say those ideas and, and, you know, get in in internet speak thousands and thousands of retweets and other people will be having the same idea and, and projecting it to a much smaller following and, and, you know, maybe having two or three and like either way is cool. But I think this, the shift needs to be that, we're all on the same idea. We're all like, the idea is w- what's leading us, not like this person or, mm. or and and of course, like for, for humor and creativity, like certain people stand out. That makes sense. It's just that like the things that Jesus, so to speak, was preaching are are ideas that people believed in, like love thy neighbor and stuff. Mm. Not It's not about like the person. And, and you know, this is very like Christmas mm-hmm. time, but it's like, it's not about like that. It's Jesus. It's about like all of the things that it stood for. It's not supposed to be about like giving gifts is because you do it because you care the thought that counts and all of that. It's not supposed to be about like the most and whatever. And, and yeah, maybe Jesus had the most followers. Dude, that's
2: making me think though, like, and this is just like a wish list, hope for the future of this air generation that we're moving into is that like, I don't know. Like I also work in TV and I've been seeing the last few years that a lot of these people, a lot of people are selling shows based off of having a high TikTok following or having a, this or having these very earthy numbers, right? Like, well, they have this many followers or they have this Mm -hmm. many things, but guess what? That don't mean shit that anyone can buy fucking followers. Anyone can buy numbers. Anyone can make themselves. I mean, there was a whole article about influencers that buy empty Prada boxes and put them in their house and pretend to be rich. And I think that earthy show that we can put on isn't going to that's just not going to hold the same weight I think it's going to have in the next 20 years especially until the next great conjunction because I think think of 2000 to now yeah that really has worked but now we're all like celebrity culture has definitely been weird this year I think we're all wanting to just find good stuff that we connect to and relate to and like have that artistic connection. I'm thinking like what came to my mind is like how to with John Wilson on HBO. I feel like that man probably did not have high followers, (laughs) like have a high follower count or was popular in social media. I don't even know if he has a social media page besides for the HBO show, but it was a, it's a great idea. And it was also backed by Nathan Fielder who had a TV show himself. So he has the cred to bring someone on. And it was like, yeah, like, Oh, my God, just taking risks to make art again, which is so air. I mean, I know Disney Plus is rebooting everything. And I don't know how, like, I guess that will work for Disney fans. But are you going to bring in new people with just reboots on reboots on on reboots? I don't know. I don't doesn't feel I like think, it.
1: <laughs> I think there also needs to be Don't more... come at me, Disney headquarters. I'm just giving my opinion. <laughs> I would like to see some new content. I will support it. Come at me, Disney. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I can. <laughs> I think there
1: needs to be more question going into, you know, creating and, and uh, like, sharing. Not like... It's like all the things I'm saying sound very internet-y. But, like, when you but release it... content or when you... Whatever. Like, having this idea of... Who is it for? Because I think, you know, like I haven't seen the Saved by the Bell reboot, but I've heard about it. And I heard I heard that it's good. I, I don't know. It. I, have it's it. great. I haven't. I <laughs> haven't seen it. But OK, but I is that for you? Is it for no. people our age? OK, so why? What? Why is this? Are there young are people, people that are like, ooh, I'd love to see what Saved by the Bell was all about? So like, who is this for? That's my question. And not not at that because I haven't seen the show, so I you know I don't have the answer. But I'm just saying things like that reboots and all this kind of stuff. Is it for the people who loved the original that still care about it, or is it is this for a new audience? Because I think something like the Ghostbusters when they did it with all women, like that's for people my age who loved Ghostbusters but believe in feminism because the world has has shown me you know the way women are treated and and mm-hmm. so some for someone like me that's really for me but like someone yep. like my brother probably was like Ghostbusters while well, they're supposed to be Dan Aykroyd you know what I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. well that
2: Ghostbusters reboot actually did something differently too like it's not just a reboot for reboot's sake it was like a re- re-envisioning and a reimagining of this franchise where I think a lot of reboots are just easy churn and burn kind of things and I you know, I think it's just so simple and corny and like, and just, I don't know. I don't mind a reboot, but like throw in some new shit too. Like mix it up with like, I mean, Disney Slate coming out is like straight up all reboots, which is weird. I well, think that's be, like a little weird. It is. Well, it's and not touch. a hot take also <laughs> like not a hot take. It's a little weird. It's a little corny and it's a little lazy, dare I say. I think it's a little, and it's also you know they're not doing it not for free. This is going to be an easy cash grab. There's no like, it's a built-in audience. It's safe. It's and I don't think we want safe anymore. Like people want something that they can pass down to their kids that's not like Sister Act three, which I'm excited about. Also, just a heads up. Yeah, I was like, doing... don't
0: use that as the example because I will pass that down. <laughs> Sister Act three
2: um, is, <laughs> is 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 kosher and great if I book. But like, I had, but again, give me some new. Give me some new. Well,
0: But I think it's, like, the missing the point on, like, what it is – I think that's, like, the danger of reboots. And to me, a reboot is a perfect – like, it could be a good example of what Aquarius and Saturn – Saturn and Aquarius, I'm sorry – could represent because it isn't, like – If you're just repurposing the thing, that's not new. But if you are adding something new, it's like the the Mm. reason we want to see these things again isn't isn't because we just want the same thing. It's because we like the character or we like the idea or there's something there. There are not that many... I mean, I know there are like variations on everything and this is a thing that I just like keep pounding, but it's like, there are not that many different kinds of stories. There's different Mm -hmm. details and things, but the idea that you need to reinvent like a story that's never been told, that's, that's inefficient use of innovation. What's innovative is adding the details that are, are pertinent to life that we live now or whatever. Mm -hmm. And these that's that's what's interesting or whatever and that's why that Save by the Bell reboot does work I think is because it is very um pre- it's very modern it's very it, and it is you can like it if you if you liked Save by the Bell then you will like encourage someone and be like oh I really liked this but it has nothing I mean they they make some references and stuff but it also like doesn't have anything to do with Saved by the Bell? I don't know.
1: Oh, I heard that it did. That's why I used it as an example. I heard that it was, like, a lot of references from... Yes, it is.
0: I'm I'm, I'm muddling my point. That's what I'm, (laughs) like,
1: curious. I'm, like, do the kids watching this get this, or is this a a way to keep continuity for
0: older people? Like, who is it for? I kind of feel like it's a lesson for older people to be, like, this is how you deal with aging and the world updating around you and things like that. It is a very interesting kind of um, self-aware, but also like they reference, you know, like, oh, in my day, you could just give an inspiring speech and that really Mm -hmm. worked. Do you mind Ah. if I like try or whatever? It's like that kind of, it's very, which it's not for everybody, but I do think it is an interesting kind of exercise in like, how do you acknowledge that things are different from when you, when you were a kid or whatever. And I think it's like ushering us into that change. Well, I mean, go ahead.
2: Oh no. I mean, just thinking of entertain, like entertainment from the last great conjunction from what was popular in 2000 to what's popular to now and going forward, I mean, I think that's going to be a big evidence of what we see, and also fashion, and also what's you know how we use the like. I am just like conf- like giving a resounding like yes to all of what we talked about, which might feel random, if you will, but it's connected. Like this is a a marker of history and a marker of time, and I think it's just interesting. I uh, like to reflect on this sort of shit and thinking of like what what was earthy and respectable and what we liked then versus uh, this mar- like this new. I don't know, like, I know it's not a new, like, it's every 20 years, so it's not like every new decade, but there's something more like 20 years, you can just notice time a little bit more, right, than 10 years. Well,
0: this is something, and I'm, I've been thinking about this a lot as we come to this, but also thinking about how, so... 20 years ago was the, the last great conjunction in air sign, but 20 years prior to that was the first conjunction we had like the, the retro, the way that like retrogrades work and all of that, we did have a grand conjunction, great right. conjunction in air, but it was like the preview. It's not this. Now we are going into the new full on cycle where Series. going forward for the next 200 years, they will all be in air signs. And then we'll have a, a, a preview of uh, water, I don't um, know what's maybe. the one, next one after that. Yeah, I know water. that's water because it
1: goes Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, right? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So that's I was like, okay, I'm making sure I'm in the in the.
1: <laughs> if not, you can add, add us. Yeah. Also, yeah, we I won't. We remember, won't be alive. Be we won't, yeah, be, we alive, won't then, be alive. Yeah,
0: we also won't be to care. So. <laughs> Some, no, <laughs> someone
1: someone will... here knows, and they're screaming at their phone. I'm sorry, yeah. Capricorn. <laughs> so sorry, Capricorn. I know you have the timetable
2: up, Capricorn. Well, we're we're working on this great conjunction first. We'll get to the next one. When we're but, AI, when we're AI br- bots with our brains living in computer cyborgs that can continue this podcast forever.
0: Thinking about I've been watching the Reagans on Showtime, I which I them. highly recommend. Um, it will break your brain a little bit in a good way, um, and not even broken, but it, it to me it just felt very, very timely with everything that's happening because that last great conjunction. I mean, the last air one was when. Uh, reagan was in office he Mm -hmm. also is an aquarius and has all of these like i was listening to the astrology podcast and they were talking about not just a great conjunction it was in their like december forecast but they brought up something interesting about american presidential signatures Mm -hmm. which are um like benefics in cancer Mm. uh and also sag risings which is like a common one and and Reagan was a satirizing Aquarius sun. And I believe I wish I should have pulled this up, but I know he had Venus in, in, in cancer and something, but that to me was like literally American values because America's chart is so cancerian. Um, mm-hmm. uh, But this idea of that last great conjunction being like and watching this Reagan documentary of it being very much of how an idea, a presentation, like the vibe (laughs) of being a president can absolutely overshadow any real work that's being done. And the reality of structures like absolutely not functioning for most people or any of these things, even the idea that like. Reagan the Reagan's like weren't rich but that's how my idea of them being like these wealthy it was just so much about this idea kind of thing Mm. and how that thinking of this last great conjunction that we had in earth being kind of like a I don't want to say 9-11 being the thing but having having a real like physical structure come down and then that shaping the next 20 years of what is important to us coming off of a real air, like the the, thinking of Reagan leading into the nineties and what a like ideal idea kind of uh, like boom time that was. And then having a literal structure fall and having that set us back in such a way Mm -hmm. that our ideas have been so like centered on earth stuff. Yeah. again. And now having this shift thing where it's like, we're able to be like, we're not, li- we're not like structures aren't as important anymore. There isn't, we're, we're literally taking down structures. We're literally doing these things. We are living on the internet and buildings just don't have the meaning that they do anymore. And so it's like Whoa. the, uh, the idea that even something like that, not to say, not to like tempt fate or whatever, but the idea that even something, like, that would be the most powerful thing. We're, like, literally hearing about hundreds of thousands of people dying and not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Ideas are so powerful right now, and good and bad. Uh, like, that's that's where we are, and that's where shifts happen. That's where, like, that's where those changes are going to occur.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I also want to recommend um, This Week in Astrology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've made fun of him on this podcast before and I do feel bad about it cause I do use it. Um, <laughs> but it's not like, you know, I, it's just, he, he seems cool. He seems like a like cool psychic guy. Um, but I, I, um, I think talking about, you know, the idea of Aquarius being at zero degrees and he does a really great job, Ben, and I'm going to like mess up his name. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to uh, mess it. Benjamin something and I think I did this last time actually and I think I've never said his name and now I feel bad. Um you can look it up. It's fine. He's very he's very popular. Um So wait, it's but, a pod can, just for clarity. It's, it's a, a pod podcast pod called this week. It's a half hour podcast. It goes just over this week's um transits and of course, you know, the first one being Monday being uh the great conjunction and uh talking about all the aspects and he, he just does a really good breakdown about, you know, fresh ideas and all this stuff. And I think the zero degree stuff and a lot of Aquarian, he, he just, the way he talks about it, I really, really enjoyed. Um, let me make sure that I get his name. Benjamin Bernstein.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, thinking of this idea of kind of like what you're saying, you know, maybe that buildings aren't so important anymore. And I think that it's not, about getting rid of the things that weren't important or whatever it's that Mm -hmm. we have to find now a new way to live Mm -hmm. and it is at zero degrees a fresh brand new air sign Aquarius like all this stuff where it's like hey okay we like did our year off everyone's losing their minds like everyone is like like everyone I talk to is like stressed out. They don't know what they're going to do for work. They don't know what they're going to do for this. Their relationships are suffering because they're not able to see people. It's really hard to get, you know, you get burnout doing online and zoom stuff. It's really difficult to not be around your family. There's a lot of things that we have to figure out and we don't know. We we don't know how we're going to do it. And this next year is not like, oh, well, everything's back to normal. The vaccine. It's like, no, we're, all slowly getting back into figuring out how do we still work in public? Not about what if somebody has COVID? What if somebody's just sick? Do they still come to work? There's still so many questions that this thing has brought up. And over the last year, we've had to wrestle with them in our own homes. But moving forward into a world where, and maybe not this year, but maybe the year after, Um, You know, this next 20 years is going to be about rebuilding our society and Mm -hmm. and and what, you know, thinking of all the things we used to do, like handshake when we'd say hello. And were those things created as a way of saying, like, here, I trust that you're not sick or, Mm -hmm. you know, in glasses and stuff, all those kind of things where it's like maybe, you know, maybe people don't feel comfortable doing those things anymore with good reason. And like, I think someone said it on a podcast or on Twitter, but it's like people in the, from the great depression area were real finicky and picky about stuff. Like anyone who had grandparents from that era knows that like, or, or, you know, maybe our parents, parent, uh, mm-hmm. our grandparents had ideas, you know, they know that people were like, yeah, probably weird about going to the fucking grocery store, man. Like it's going to be a different society that we're building. And, it doesn't mean that everything's gonna change and the rug's gonna get pulled out from under and you're gonna have a completely different life or anything like that. But it's it we're in a time of rebuilding. And I think, you know, thinking of this, you know, Uranus square with it, which another another planet that has ties with Aquarius, right? And I don't know, I don't think it's I don't think it's a direct
0: square, right? I'm not exactly sure. Not with the great conjunction, but it will be squaring Uranus. Later yeah. on in the year. And it stays Jupiter and Saturn stay pretty close for the most, most of the year, not exactly in the same place, obviously because Jupiter moves quickly, but they are all going to be it's in that thing. They're kind of like hanging out. I like it. The image of like first day of school, Jupiter is like the younger brother that's like coming, coming for Saturn's the first time like, to high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And Saturn's like showing him the ropes and Jupiter is definitely going to surpass Saturn and people are going to like Jupiter more than Saturn and Saturn will resent it, but mm-hmm. ultimately they like need each other.
1: And I think too with, um, I, I think it's like sextile to Chiron as well. So I think there is going to be a lot of pain and it is going to be difficult. And, and I'm not saying that in a way to make you think like, Oh, this is going to be hard or whatever, but it's like, just remembering that, you know, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be still like wanting to have a funeral for their loved one that didn't get it this year or wanting to recognize and and build you know monuments to these people that that fought on the front lines of this thing. I mean, there's so much that has happened this year, and I think in a lot of ways we've kept our society going in in that very Capricorn trudge forward kind of way. We figured out ways to do things remotely and like and negotiate and uh, you know be okay with where we're at and like <laughs> allow for things to work. Um, but I think, you know, this is going to be a big time of rebuilding and, and that includes new ideas, of course, you know, like you said, maybe not, we're not, we're not all going back straight to the office, but a new idea of, well, what are we going to do with that space? And how are we going to make sure that we're not, you know, just filling those buildings back up and creating more pollution for the environment and all these kind of things. Cause I think that'll be a huge issue
0: as well. Absolutely. Especially with that, with squaring off, uh, Uranus and Taurus too. I think that's absolutely to me is like the, a literal reading of that would be like changing the way that you impact the environment or like what are environmental changes that need to be made based on these structures. And I think it's like the, I think everything, I agree with everything you said. And I think that, um, that is, there's something, and I can't remember, cause I listened to that when you brought it up the this week in astrology too and i can't remember if it was ben who said this or if it was something else but there is something again this idea of aquarius being fixed air that there is something also. just we often look to the past because that's where we think things are like fixed and sturdy and stable and that's what we can rely on but there is something equally fixed and reliable about the future and change and the idea that like well we are still gonna have to like get unless you're dead Uh, like you are still going to have to get up tomorrow and keep living like the next day too. So we can't uh, as much as it feels like there is safety in looking to the past. It also is not, that's not living in your life now. Like you do have to find a way to continue living to continue this thing going. And, and I think that that's where that like progress stuff comes from where it's like, okay, well we, We have to get up tomorrow. So how do we make it a better, how do we make it so we want to get up tomorrow? What do we do? What do we need to fix? What things we can't, it's also, I think, like the pacing too of it being Saturn. And even though it's, you know, again, we have these Aquarian associations with Uranus that are like quick and radical and like overthrowing, but it's, it's, it's Saturn right now, which takes time and takes like actual like, okay, well, what's what we need to take an inventory of where we're at and see what needs to be fixed and what what stays and what doesn't. And I think the things like you were saying about, you know, wanting to have funerals or things like that, buildings not being important doesn't mean that like celebrations aren't still important or that gathering isn't still important, that meeting isn't important. It's figuring out what's actually important with all of the information that we have. We cannot Go forward and act like this year didn't happen, and like we don't know all of the things. You know, people people shaking hands as a greeting were people that didn't know that germs existed. This is pre, you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. But yeah, like,
1: maybe they did. Maybe they maybe that was their way sure. of saying like, hey, I'm safe. You know, we don't know. I don't know who invented the handshake. Yeah, but like, it's the but same if, thing. Th- and maybe bowing was adopted by cultures that were like noticing fucking outbreaks or who knows. I mean, I mean, you know, there's obviously other social connotations with honor and things like that. But I, I, I just wonder about those questions and how, how, you know, those things are day to day things that we've never thought twice about. How will our society reintegrate new practices?
0: Well, and I think it's because people get mad because if you are questioning those things, what they think or like, on an emotional level what they're angry is is like even thinking about something like the war on christmas where it's like we're not having a war on you having a time where you celebrate bringing with your friends and family and and give gifts in gratitude for all the joy that they bring to you for all of the year that's not what we're talking about what we're talking about is saying that that's the only thing that you can do or whatever so it's like by saying we shouldn't shake hands anymore, it's not saying like there shouldn't still be something. Like let's come up with a new thing because connecting and and uh, showing our respect and and friendliness or whatever, those gestures are important. But we also have to know that like it's how you spread diseases.
2: I mean, I think people are going to find ways to say hey and communicate with each other. I'm more thinking about... A lot of people don't have to live in the cities they once lived in, going back into structures, going back into time and space, going into, like, why am I paying for an apartment when I could live in a house in the middle of nowhere and maybe all I need is a couple good friends and, like, uh, and a a few chickens and, I don't know, this return to maybe the simple things – now even in L.A. seeing all these new condos and skyrises being built during this downtime. I'm like, who's fucking moving into these things? There's empty condos in no Hollywood one. right now. Everyone wants an outdoor space. I think that's been the theme of the year is if you don't have a balcony or a yard, you're like, what the fuck, dude? Because in the city, normally we be in the park with our friends in outdoor spaces sitting outside. And I know we've had a little bit of that this year, but obviously not the same as before. And thinking of this Capricorn to Aquarius switch with, yeah, I think – Word of the wise Aquarius isn't the peace. I don't like it's not the peace and love sign. Yeah. That's Pisces. Pisces will be pure hippie mode next Saturn. <laughs> next next Saturn uh, Jupiter cycle. But just I've been watching the crown. Obviously, Margaret Thatcher is such a fucking bitch. Uh, I find, say that she she was. And just listening to these themes of her. And I know this is a little pre. Saturn and aqua time I think she ended in 1990 her rule but either way that build up before this industrial build up and watching these episodes about unemployment in the UK and I can't I just it's just so shocking to hear these the same rhetoric of well if people want to work bad enough they will and it's like Bitch. It's like
0: they do. <laughs> it's the, i it, But that's what I mean. These are these are that's ideas an old. Where
2: that's an old ass idea that we still hear now. That we still hear today. That we're hearing this in this month in 2020, the year of our Lord. And I think now we've had that taste of universal basic income with uh, with this horrible pandemic, but. I don't know. I think there's clues to a better future and a brighter future, but we have to get past the old muck still. We still have to get past the old Saturn rigidness. That's why even Biden going, you know, using these sort of same campaign slogans of going back and doing this sort of like alternative liberal make America great again is really dissatisfying and not appealing and we, there are big ideas that everyone agrees with. And I know we've hammered it fucking home on this podcast of Medicare for All. And, yeah, what if we did give people a little bit of money every month? Or also, a lot of these jobs aren't coming back after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They're just not. So what do we do with a bunch of people that are out of work? Um, what if we put that into, like, community building or Green New Deal or – or taking care of seniors, like maybe you get a universal basic income, dude. I would if I got universal basic income and my job was to clean my park, like every day. I would fucking no, no worries, my dudes. I'd be on that shit. And I think, mm-hmm. but we're still a capitalist society. We're still in a bootstrap society. And I really hope that earthy bootstrapy, if you want it bad enough, it will happen. We know that that's not true. We know that so many people, it's a leg. You know, this is a leg up. Uh, uh I think it was my a friend of the pod, Amanda posted something of like, I like this quote of just uh, inheritance, inheritances are handouts. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, like this restructuring of like y'all have been given these stimulus. You know, you've had a stimulus your whole life. And Mm -hmm. this idea of a stimulus, which has now been (laughs) transformed into a survival check, right? We're past the point of stimulus. There's no stimulating the, the, the ec- economics of right now, right now is just straight up survival. Like, can you pay your rent? Can you pay, you know, for your small business? Can you pay to survive? Um, so we're past stimulus, but if we do get the economy back to a, a good spot for regular people, not just not economy in a good spot of this stock market, which is made up bullshit also for rich, for, for people that can play it, for people that can play the game. Like last time with Jupiter was in Aquarius was 2009. And it's interesting to think that before that in 2007, up into 2009 was Jupiter and Capricorn, which obviously 2007, 2008, 2009 was a pretty fucking horrible economic time for the United States. But we had Jupiter and Capricorn. We had this strictness. We had this bootstrappy thing. And then we had to get real, right? Then Aquarius is like, here's the facts and here's where we need to change. And here's where we need to maybe update these things. And I know a lot of people are like, well, where's this going to affect my chart? Or like, how will this you know, affect me? I think, you know, Jessica and now to talk about a lot of astrologers talking about this is going to be like, I think, bigger themes socially. But also I was just thinking about like wherever this is taking place in your chart, wherever this is happening. I like thinking of Jupiter as like, where do we do need to take risks? Like, where do we need to maybe put ourselves out there? Where do we need to try something different if we keep, you know, if we're a chef and we've been making rigatoni every day and it's doing OK, why don't we mix in a linguine? Like, it's like, let's do some let's let's try it a little differently. And I think since we do have this square off with these fixed signs that don't change their mind all the time, this is like a great time to like be like, well, I know you said you don't fucking like broccoli. Let's try it one more time and see, because maybe you like baby broccoli more. This is like mm-hmm. a very childlike analogy. <laughs> like this could be applied to much better. Yeah, but themes.
0: that's exactly it where it is like, yeah, insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And right. so something, something uh, has to change. Yes. So we can't, like, the idea hasn't worked. This data is not supporting that this belief is true. So, what are we gonna fucking, are you just gonna keep, mm-hmm. like, you're gonna keep saying if you work hard enough, things will happen? Or are you gonna actually address what the fucking problems are?
2: Ooh. I also
1: love the way that um, Benjamin Bernstein was talking about, you know, he's talking about the age of Aquarius and things changing and, and kind of transitioning over into a different age, which we kind of talked about on a previous episode, but. I think that, um, he, he sees this as a a very big sign of, you know, new times to come. And he mentioned, you know, that it's in all of our hands. Like, it's not, it's not the responsibility of one person to like introduce the dawn of a new age. It's like, it's something that happens with all of us. So even though you may be thinking like, oh, where's this on my chart? And like, how will this affect me personally? The idea is like, it will affect a more societal level, but that means it affects everyone personally too. That means yeah, we are mm-hmm. all taking action and change. So this is not a time to say like, oh, well, there's nothing on my, like direct on my, like aspecting with me or there's nothing conjunct with mine or it's all like thick signs and I'm mostly not. So uh, I'll just take a back seat. It's like, no, this is this is everyone's responsibility. And I think with political examples specifically, you know, like, Things like parks are everyone's responsibility. Like, even if it was your job to clean it up, Stevie, that doesn't mean that when I go to the park, I leave my trash because someone else comes to clean it up. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the idea is, you know, you t- you you take care of your stuff too, so that what what ends up happening is, you know, Stevie gets to cut the grass, and Stevie gets to like make sure that the the squirrels in the trees aren't like, falling over whatever they do you know they're always jumping around right like making sure that everything is in working order so that she's not spending her whole day cleaning up cigarette butts and doesn't get to the grass and the park never gets you know it the idea is even if it is someone else's job take responsibility for your portion of it like I, I think that it can be really hard to to make these bigger things feel personal and it's like carry your weight that's what is being asked of you
0: well and also why does it need to be personal like that's the thing too where it's like just because it's not happening to your chart that's also what i mean about the like thing it being this isn't a day long it is like a day when it's exact but this isn't
2: uh this event feels very eclipsy in many ways like it feels like the the marking of a port that sort of portal feeling that you have with eclipses right it's not just wow, today is going to be such a doozy, (laughs) like, which it might, but it's beyond today. It is the marker of time. It's a signifier. We're going to be looking, you know, in 2040, when we deal with this again, I mean, Jesus Christ, well, that, (laughs) that will be interesting to see. Did we implement any of these big ideas? And did we, you know, how much has culture and taste and the internet. Can you imagine the internet in 2040? I can't. Right now, mm-hmm. I have no idea what that's going to look like. Will we be offline? Or are we going to rebel? Right? Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll fucking find out and see.
0: Well, I think it's also like not um just because something doesn't happen to you in your town doesn't mean it doesn't impact you or have influence. Oh yeah, and vice versa. Like Lisa was saying too, where it is like, yeah, if you. If everybody just thinks they can leave trash wherever, then everybody's gonna leave trash, and then it is a big deal, like that. Well, that it's like, the, but it's
1: also, the, it's the pick up your dog shit. I mean, if anyone yeah. has a dog, you know that my dog wants to shit wherever there's dog shit. So, like, but like, I don't want to pick up all the fucking dog shit, so I pick up my dog's. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. like there's four other pieces of poop right there, but I'm not gonna pick them all up, and and maybe I should, but mm, I don't know, like up. dog. You know, sometimes,
0: but also it's not, It it is like the thing that it is, it does work better when there's that mix of like, yeah, sometimes you're in a rush, sometimes you're going to forget one, and then, you know, you pick up an extra. You ev- don't have a bag? Every so, yeah, every so often you leave one and you trust that someone will be nice to, to, and give you the grace of saying, oh, they were probably having a, a low bag day or, or whatever, but that can't <laughs> be, it can't be all the time. But also this idea of like, just because something doesn't happen to you personally doesn't mean it still doesn't affect you and have influence and yeah, thinking even about if you larger... don't have
1: a dog, you yeah. walk by dog shit all day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or well, all yeah. or if you're apolitical, don't give a
2: shit. I know there was a popular astrology count, account that was talking about not voting. Uh, you know, DM us if you want us to talk shit about them they were also talking about it when we were having the big election with multiple swing States. And also a lot of these fucking senators are denying people stimulus checks. So yeah, voting is fucking important. Like I know we're if voting for it, They wouldn't be trying to stop you. Exactly. Yeah. And also, yeah. Is, are there a lot of ideal candidates right now? No. And that's what the lesser of true evils, blah, blah, blah. It, it gets tricky, but there are some things that you just need to fucking show up And and do
0: also obviously we're
2: going to see this big runoff in Georgia that is going to that is going to affect a lot of shit.
0: Perfect example because it is like oh if I can't the other thing of I think like Saturnian ideas and you know we haven't talked that much about Jupiter because I feel like Jupiter just kind of dulls the Saturn influence or like gives it a little more like they well they kind of like they kind of like they kind of battle each each other out. Um, But I think that that Saturn thing is also like, oh, well, if I can't see a direct impact in my, like, if I don't get thanked today for doing this thing, or like voting doesn't count if I don't get to vote for my candidate or whatever, that's different than man, I'm feeling really tired and feeling like we're really in a loop where I, I, I have been voting. I have been doing these things and it seems Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter. Whatever. That's, that's exhaustion. That's different. But being like, fuck off, don't do it. That isn't, that also doesn't help the system. And that also is like personalizing a thing that it's not about, if you have the right, if you have the privilege to be thinking like that, then you should be using your brain power for how you can actually fucking change things. Like, don't, don't use this as an example to to um, justify you staying in a same paradigm. Say, oh, I understand people must be frustrated like this. Let's figure out a way where you can really feel like you're making a difference that inspires you to keep participating in a system, and not not again not to condone the system or to say that this is there. But but inactivity or any of those kinds of things are not also the answer. That the system persists. Whether you participate in it or not, unless you're actively fixing mm-hmm. it.
2: Well, I think we've Disney seen US? it this oh, I, was, I, I mean, we've seen it this year. Like, a lot of some people have kept their jobs, but without these stimuluses, who's going out as much? Who's buying takeout? Who's doing these? Like, it's not like, oh, well, I'm good because I have my job. You need customers and you need people that are also equally supported. It's not, we're not alone on our island. You know, like, we're not this freedom country like this is a, again very american perspective but here we are stuck stuck in the united states of america and i think that this has come time of like wow when everyone's doing better we all do
1: better question well, mark exclamation point duh i mean that's like a thing with and like i don't know, i hesitate to even say the words herd immunity but like they say that 170% of people are vaccinated we reach herd immunity and there's your answer you know like mm-hmm. there are a bunch of people that fucking don't want to get it and they feel scared and like i, I i'm not going to say that i feel like i want to be the fucking first person or whatever but i'm going to get it like i'm not going mm-hmm. to i don't like it. i don't like needles either i'm going to get it like as soon as they let me get it because not because of me not because i don't want to get covid not because whatever i've been working with no protection make no mistake about it but i want to make sure that I'm not getting other people sick. That's the, mm-hmm. that's my main priority. And that's not everyone's. A lot of rich people are trying to get their vaccine right now because they want to get the fucking vaccine because they want to go travel because they want to whatever. And that's their prerogative too. But if we can get people on board to a point where a bunch of us aren't getting other people sick, our hospitals won't be overwhelmed and we'll be able to like continue some sort of normal society and if I can do my part by getting a fucking needle in my arm twice fine I'll do it and like I said it's I'm not an anti-vax person it's still not something I'm excited about it feels new I know everyone's scared I know everyone has reservations it's okay Mm -hmm. we have to all be in this together we can't decide that our lives are more important than other people's we just can't Mm -hmm. and I think you know speaking of like I, I don't know if you guys listened to Jessica Lignado's podcast about the Great Conjunction. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh talk she she had some kind of and she was not saying like anyone's assassination attempt or anything, but she she posted it on Instagram too about presidents and things that happened in history around this time. And it's like we have to like decide that we are gonna be here for each other. Mm-hmm. We have to decide that we we are going to when things get tough, when there's, you know, I i wasn't alive when Kennedy, none of that. But we have to decide that we don't retaliate when things get tough. We have to decide that we are a community and we have to take other people into account. And I think that's a very Aquarian notion. And I think another very Aquarian notion is this idea like someone like Dick Cheney, where it's like, I'm, I'm very fixed and I'm very stubborn and like this this thing, and, and it is going to be a fight. We have that Uranian square. It is going to be a fight against things like like feeling scared about getting a vaccine or not liking needles or whatever. But knowing that you have to do it for, other, for the good of the group is the Aquarian idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it is like what you said, Stevie, where it's like, guess what? Like, we're not here forever. It's mm-hmm. bigger than us. <laughs> like, we're not it.
2: here forever. And also like, I mean, Jesus Christ, the stimulus too. When they're like tax billionaires d- by now, are you kidding me? Like it's it's all of these things that are just like, are you kidding me? And maybe some of that fixness will be some more like of that regulation. I mean, I've got I'm I'm, yeah. I'm taking the Jupiter well, Optimist fixed on our side. Yeah, we, being yeah. fixed on our, our side. side. We
1: we will not until you tax them. We will not. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. we're allowed to have that on our side too. Instead of letting the the I don't know. You know the the one kid that throws the tantrum, get the fucking
2: snack. Mm-hmm. And also, like mm-hmm. the same with this COVID response that we've seen, which has been an utter failure. It's been a failure. Are the people elected have been doing a bad job? They're not good at their job. They have not. Obviously, it's <laughs> trickled down from like the top of state, which is a joke and a nightmare for still for now. Um, may, might still be a joke and a nightmare <laughs> coming up soon, but a different a different nightmare nonetheless. And even like I mean, my fixed ass has been so frustrated seeing you know like these ICU levels right are what tip us into these tiers. But like maybe maybe the ICU level. This is me as your future uh, president politician. Maybe we should have the ICU levels tip the tiers, not at fucking fifteen percent when it's already dangerously low. Maybe thirty is like a good well, enough percent to like tip us into if a didn't concern.
1: Have- Mm -hmm. Maybe if we didn't have for-profit hospitals, then our hospitals would have to be 80% full in order for them to be making money so that we Mm -hmm. would have extra space for people when things like this happen. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, if if we wanted to shut down the go-kart track... Because the hospitals are at ICU levels at zero in LA. Maybe we could shut down the go-kart track, you know? Maybe it's not a time for us to be playing on fucking fake cars. Like, and I'm, <laughs> not saying, like I'm not saying that you don't deserve to get out or do things safely or whatever or that go karting's dangerous. I'm just saying I drove by Echo Park Lake one night and there were people on the swan boats with homeless encampments surrounding them and they paid to get on those swam boats instead of giving someone food that's right in front of you. And it's like, do you not understand? Like, do you not get it that someone's living right there and you need a paddle boat right now is disgusting. Do you not understand that part? It's We're in, we're in
2: pressing times. <laughs> it's like we're, we are actually thinking back of when we first recorded our first quarantine episode, right? In March we're worse than that right now and it's like mm-hmm. but we're conditioned to think it's normal and it's okay because we're not being supported and uh, yes here's welcome like this is this is a fucking like what the fuck is this world rant and i think it's air sign is that conversation it's a it's that conversation it is a, it is calling it out it is saying what needs to be said and yeah like going back like oh what when we tip the icus back into 15 percent? oh and then go do your normal shit there's no prevent like there's no thought planning. There's no like forward thinking. And it's that's... at
1: zero, and the grove's open. You yeah, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah,
2: it's pretty dumb. It's just dumb.
1: Whatever. You, they didn't do anything. Yeah. They didn't stop people from getting on planes, trains, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I know people need need to do it. I know people. There are well, people that's... that need to travel for things. I understand there are needs, but there no one's ranking a need. Yeah, what that's exactly the thing. It's a ventilator. That's not fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's all fucked. We've been failed.
2: And it's, I think that's going to be the, like, hopefully the energy that can be brought into this new time, which again, Earth is very, like, me, I bootstraps. Well, we're allowed to fly. We're allowed to do this. We are allowed to do these things. And then, I mean, God, Aquarian, in theory, should be very much community oriented, right? Like, Aquarian is about humanitarian efforts. It is about the bigger picture. It is about the group dynamic. and, um, But also, as we've said with Dick Cheney and all these, and Reagan and all these other Aquarian losers, <laughs> like bad boy losers,
0: mm-hmm. that can
2: work for both sides, right? Of like, what is this rich community? What does this need? So I think Whoever your community is, and if you're feeling like you're lacking community right now, I'm I'm sorry. Like, you have at least us with the astrology community, and there's there's people out there that want to talk and share ideas, and I think that's why podcasts are cool, right? Like, we can have conversations. We do sit in our bubbles all day, and then Zoom and work, or maybe we go out, and we're fucking tired, and then we put on TV, and we zone out. And I think, hopefully, I hope this is a good renaissance of conversation, of books, of art that pushes us, that really makes us go in in a new in a new possible way, I think you know Saturn is that discipline, and Jupiter is the risk, and they we need both we can't just pick one or the other, and that's why they're together there. We need to well, make calculated it, big sorry. steps like that, oh no, no, you're g and
0: yeah, I'm your auntie i'm auntie also that that fixed energy again, this idea, I just like i'm loving this thing of like fixed is also like something. To fix a problem, you don't move on. You don't you don't act like it's not a problem. You do all of the steps that it takes to fix the problem. And that takes time. And that's like not fun and fancy. You know, we talk about like stereotypical things of of like fixed signs kind of getting getting I think they get the worst kind of rap of things because of this. But it's because of this thing, because it's like to make To make food taste good or whatever, like you have to follow all of, you have to do those little steps. It's those little things that aren't exciting or aren't glamorous or that are time consuming or whatever, but that's how you fix things. You, you don't. You don't fix things by pretending there's not a problem or by, by turning the problem, sorry, mutables by turning the problem into not a problem. This isn't a perspective thing. This is a, this is an actual problem that needs to be fixed. And I think that I, my hope for this is this time of like, no, let's, Keep talking about these things because they are problems and they're not going away no matter how you spin it or whatever. Like there isn't there isn't ways around these things. The only way out is through them. And that means that it's not going to be fast. It's not going to be flashy. It's going to require hard work hard conversations but growth is possible jupiter is conjunct saturn and if we are willing to put in the time and the work and follow the fucking steps that it takes even those things of figuring out like oh electing a president doesn't actually matter that much it actually is like your local government that does the most in your direct community like the president doesn't actually give a shit about most of us the president (laughs) cares about like And nor, not to be like, nor should they, but it is like, yeah, someone that high up isn't, isn't like interacting with the fucking plebs down here. Mm -hmm. So we need, you need to know who your, who your people are so you can actually get your neighborhood fucking changed. And that's not like a, they, you know, but that's how real real things happen is by figuring out like the figure out how the structure works. So you can change it, figure out how actually like who gives you, who writes that check, who paid, what department uh, like runs the, the, the streets in your neighborhood. If that is a problem, it's these things of like go. I think there's also this Aquarian idea of like cutting out the fucking middleman, go directly to the source. Aquarian ideas is like information is readily available to you. So use it to fucking, Use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. You have the same inter- information. The internet is here. All of these things, we all have, and again, not not to discount structural things by any means, but it's like you could figure out who, you you can also be the person that figures out how to like fill that pothole. You could yeah. you have the information to look up exactly where it is and who do we talk to. And then you find out, oh, money gets allocated in these kinds of ways. It opens up more wormholes, but it also is how you make substantial true progress
1: I think too the mo- one of the most important lessons that I always get reminded of during meditation and like anytime when I'm like always you know using tarot or asking for help or when I'm feeling really stressed when I'm not able to sleep the the one thing that always ends up coming back to me is like to get a to get a different perspective if, if you're having nightmares in your room sleep the face in the other direction sleep in another room try this like move this and it's, it's advice people give to each other all the time, but I think this is a good time where, yes, it's fixed. Yes, the the problem is right in front of you. And yes, it's it's still a problem. Walk around to the other side and see if there's something there that you can see and, and change and bridge or, or fix it from another way. And I'm not saying, like, change your po- political perspective, but sometimes, like, look at it from another angle sometimes there are reasons people are doing things that you don't you don't get to know you don't get to understand so maybe you put yourself in their shoes for a moment and especially thinking of you know talking about things happening from the top down well why don't we look at things from the bottom up and see the people who have it the worst in this country the people who are on the streets who have nothing who need help see from their perspective and see what they see people walking by spitting in front of their, you know, where their, um, their place of residence, like it's, or, or, you know, like it's coming in and clearing out. Like I'm thinking of those raids and stuff that the police do. And it's like, that sends a message that's bigger than just my stuff. That means, you know, where you like, you're, uh, temporary you're you know mm-hmm. like that kind of thing and thinking of things from that perspective and it's like it's hard to do no no one that is comfortable and safe wants to think about what it would like what it would be would be like to be living on the streets nobody wants to think of that but it is important to think of that because there are people that are living that way and mm-hmm. we have enough that's the thing that's the we, we, have, we have we have more we have than enough. enough food why are people mm-hmm. starving we have enough
0: we have mm-hmm. we have there empty spaces empty buildings there are empty buildings. How are there people on the fucking street? Mm-hmm. What's that? And it also, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's that thing of like, you know, what I've been saying this whole pandemic, let's stop arguing about whether or not this is a fucking problem and figure out how we fix the problem. What you believe is the problem is is irrelevant. It's a problem. There are people on the street. It doesn't matter if you think that they deserve to be there or not. There are bodies on the fucking street. So what are we going to do about it? If you don't, like, to me, those are things where it's like, there, that should be everybody trying to solve the problem because no matter what perspective you're coming from, you agree it's a problem. So it's also like, don't you want to actually – don't you guys actually want to fix problems? Because I fucking do. And also, <laughs> if this is getting
2: you revved up, fucking Good. study public policy, urban planning, like – we need you (laughs) like we're just mere astrologer podcaster people and i mean which also has its fine place in the world but if you feel like i want to do something we need you please go do please go do something and not that we have to rely on you but there's so much that needs to be overhauled there's so much to fucking fix especially in this country um i mean even you know amazon a topic of of conversation all the time you could you could stop shopping Amazon, but also they host pretty much every website as well. So you're not gonna you're not gonna defund Amazon. They need to pay taxes and they need to pay their employees a living wage. But that's where we should like like this. Well, and that's the and, big thing and where like of course, and of course, boycott. And of course, boycott. Like if that like if you're just personally against too, which you know by all by all fucking means. But also some people need Amazon because it is a cheap place to afford. Goods, especially in this time where everything's really expensive, they they're Walmart, they're monopoly, they figured it out. And sorry to sorry to interrupt. No,
0: but- I was I was interrupting you. Also, they provide jobs for people and a thing too. So it's like we can't ask people to not to not have a job or whatever. Like if that's a place. Mm-hmm. but we can say you need to pay them more we can say you can to you practice. can
2: pay them more yeah. you can,
0: you can do, we have yes, the proof. all of these things and I think it's this idea where like again this coming from Cardinal Capricorn of like we either need to uphold the structure or you need to provide a completely new idea a completely alternative where it's like we're coming into fixed where it's like no let's not throw it away let's fix it fix This doesn't exist. there are it's much easier to fix an existing structure once we are able to identify problems 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 than it is to just build a new structure. We don't need to build a new structure. We need to address the existing problems that are there. We have a fine, not, again, I don't want to be like, we have a fine structure. That's a, that's a deadly or controversial statement, but it's like, we don't need to if we find that this thing needs to be torn down if structural damage is too much then we'll do it but there also are things available to us where it's like let's just be practical let's look at this at, at, like as a renovation project or something you know what i mean like look, america you know,
2: has good bones that was uh built on slavery let's get reparations going like there again let's fix it like we do have a country with amazing people in it with beautiful nature with uh I mean, America fucking does rock at its core. And I like would never say this. Has to I, rock. Would, I would never say this ever. But I think there, it's so much potential. The United States has so much fucking potential and it needs to be fixed. It needs to be challenged. Speaking it needs of to a be
0: powerful idea. How powerful must this idea and this vision and this thing that we've been sold be that it's persisted as long as it has without people a long asking time. these questions? <laughs> so it's not again, like not to say again, not to say that it's not absolutely needing holes, but like that's a pretty that's a pretty good product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think too. There's so many
1: things that we we might see the advancement of during this time and you know thinking of things like flying cars i love to think of anything in the air cuz you know aquarius but technology too i mean even like the internet's kind of in the air i mean i don't really know how it sure. works but it's wireless for sure and well i just think like there there are things that are going to be invented and we're going to we're going to see like the same pattern repeat where it's like oh yeah like I have the flying car cause I'm like, you know, a, a billionaire, but you have like the on the road car cause you're just like a working class person. And it's the same thing until the, you know, and you have, you have, uh, you, you walk because you don't have a car and this and this and this and down to the town to the, all the way down. But it's like the same thing as like, you know, I had dinner recently at Bestia and it's like, yeah, it's expensive. And like, uh, There are, like, Whole Foods, for example, where it's, like, really organic, fresh, whatever. It's, like, that costs more when some people just don't have anything at all. And it's, like, well, there's enough. Like, there's enough. If there's enough for you to have a flying car, then there's enough. You know what I mean? Like, if there's enough for you to have a $300 dinner, then there's enough. Oh, there's fucking plenty. We have two. We can actually
2: stop making it's too stuff. much. <laughs> like we can sustain off of what already exists. We like text, like from textiles to buildings. There's there's plenty to share. But guess what? <laughs> A lot of people don't want to share. A lot of people want to keep keep for themselves. Get something new, whatever it might be. And I don't know. Even thinking of air in general. Obviously, uh, this is an airborne disease we've been dealing with. There's been issues, obviously, with the climate change and air quality and all this kind of shit. There's a lot, you know, we've already, like, fucked over the earth itself in many ways. And it'll be interesting to see what themes of air are present. Uh, Because, I mean, now they see those commercials of, like, oh, here's your air helmet for fucking going out in COVID for business people that gotta still take those boardroom meetings. And it's, like who cares oh my god like who are you who are you people we i don't know i'm feeling you hopeful, need your though. flying
1: car because you don't want to be in a an airline bus well people now they want to, that's gross. they're gonna do the that's...
2: uber helicopters a lot more now that's like the big push that they're doing for people that don't want to you know take public transit or don't want to do these things but then there's going to be air traffic and there's going to be air more air pollution so that's the other fucking thing about Even public transportation with these bullet trains or building more trains out in the United States the whole argument people go is like, oh, well, it won't be here till 2050. It's like, okay, well, good for the people of 2050. Yeah, Jesus then 2050
0: is going to rule. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think time's going to fucking stop eventually? Like, it's not. Oh, that I won't no, be able to enjoy the, it. So, yeah. And it's like, that's the thing. Uh,
2: I, was, I just started reading Braiding Sweetgrass, which we mentioned on the pod before. That was referenced from Mars, previous guest. And I really liked uh, the author's definition of. Indigenous, she's an indigenous woman talking about different native plants and things. And the book's all about the earth, uh, and we're back to earth right now, but also air is part of the earth. Uh, but she just talked about how being indigenous means living somewhere like your grandkids are going to live there. And I really just like that very simple, like, Mm -hmm. concept of no, I'm not moving to this condo to buy it and then flip it and then to charge more and to kick somebody out. No, I'm not starting this restaurant because. Uh, it's in the sh- it air quotes, shitty neighborhood, and I can do the most with it. It's like, oh, this is like something I want to make that will be here and be part of my community. And I hope I hope that's a message that we can take as like an indigenous mentality of live here like you're not just coming here to use it and go like don't be a one night stand to your city. Don't be a one night stand. Don't be an asshole to your friends to your community. Like think of this these stories, this air, this all this information is going to live on and on and on. So, don't be an asshole. Well,
0: and it is yeah. like, guess what? You live on whether you want to or not, and future generations will get to judge and make what fun it is of you. That you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, thinking about Reagan too is, oh again, my God. going back to that thing where it's like, oh yeah, this is disgusting. Yeah, and he's the an idea asshole. like the they, and it's not. And not to say it's just him because it's persisted onto these things, but it's like, oh, when we're able to, like, look back in perspective and see, like, people will see your motivations and people will see, um, like, you can absolutely, I can absolutely understand the appeal and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I understand exactly how we got to this thing. And you also know, like, your legacy persists whether you have a, whether you want it to or not, especially if you're making big moves or whatever, like, you well,
2: Jeff Bezos will be remembered as a stain on our world, unless he, yeah. but he has time, change it, Jeff, yeah. I know you yeah. listen to the pod, <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> like, you could pay, you could pay people fucking 75 grand a year, everybody, from the, like, from people that clean, to people who work in your office, and I know, I've had friends who work in the offices there, Guess. They don't get paid much in there too, considering how much fucking money made. You could be remembered as a hero. You can change. You can change your story, and I think
0: the world, you can now, the world. A Practice that was an example of if the biggest that's the thing where it's like if the biggest people made these changes what would fucking small businesses do mm-hmm. everybody is just operating under the assumption of like what you are aspiring to if you see the example that it is everybody for themselves and the highest person should take as much as they can if you're seeing that then of course that's what you're going to model but if you saw someone be as generous and as whatever as possible and like,
1: still rich (laughs) and still richer than god i i think too there is so much more information that's easily accessible now that doesn't mean everyone accesses the same information but i think especially because of covid we've had to take a intellectual standpoint to certain things that i don't think maybe would have been we would have been able to do as humans in a a different time like Mm -hmm. you know this idea of Uh, figure like I remember in the beginning I was like learning about viruses (laughs) and stuff you know what I mean where it's like I'm like walking around listening to like medical professionals talk about what they do for a living and how things work and learning those things and taking them into account when you go somewhere you know like um trying to not put things back on the shelf at the grocery store and thinking and having a lot of those kind of like COVID hangover moments of like oh, my God, I can't believe I fucking did this. Mm-hmm. I can't believe, like, I touched this. Or, like, I, you know, I, on our street, we walk around a lot, and one of the, there's a big sign up that says, like, not to press the walk button yeah. uh, because of COVID. And so, like, you know, sometimes, like, you'd be walking, you touch it, and you're like, oh, my God, like, I just touched that, and I don't have my hand sanitizer. And you think about it, I mean, for me, I have anxiety. I think about it for a couple days after. Um, or, like you know, just, and I think we're going to have those, those, that type of thinking happening a lot more during this time where it's not just about, um, about yourself or getting by or whatever, but like, God, I can't believe I just drove around for no reason. Like that's so bad for the environment or, or thinking about consequences a little bit more, um, what before we take action i guess Mm -hmm. well uh this this is one
2: and this just made me think of it with uh, courtney perkins posted on her stories like early in aka not all gemini's posted in her stories about uh and it was something i did was using my shoe to like do the uh crosswalk thing and she posted about how obviously like your shit covered shoe touching the button for people that might be in a wheelchair or might need to actually use like their you know different parts of their bodies like their chins or like different things like you're contaminating uh you know already this dirty ass button with your dirty ass shoes so just use your fucking elbow and i had that moment of like oh my god i'm a bitch and then i was like okay bitch get over yourself you just learned something new
1: <laughs> like that's like exactly. that's all that was <laughs> the same thing like i went last year i went to a wedding thinking about it, it was like like this week um and they, they she like did a a whole thing it was super environmentally um, friendly and I had no idea like it seemed like a regular wedding and like she got her, her dress was like recycled like everything was, was done in a way to make like as little environmental impact as possible and she didn't say anything there was nothing like on the invitation about like it being recycled or anything like but when we, when we got there one of the people that made a speech actually was like yeah I know you don't know this but like she actually took a lot of time and effort to make sure that Aww. these little details like all this stuff is like waste free. And, you know, I think about someone like that going into planning a huge event and thinking like, I wouldn't feel right about myself if, if I just created more work for other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a big idea. And like, it's such a cool way to be. And if we can take that perspective into these next 20 years of like, Hey, what can I do? Like take a little extra time or planning or like cut down a few, this or that in order to make things easier. Not for me, not for my guests, not for whatever. It didn't look any different than a normal wedding. Like, but just to say like, I did this thing that like, I really wanted to do and I don't feel bad about it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that's like a really good way to think of going forward. And, and also all the COVID stuff, you know, like, everyone's breaking a rule a little bit here and there. I'm not saying that anyone's perfect or anything. I know we've all had moments where we, I've run outside to the car without my mask on. I've gone back for a second toilet paper when I'm not, you know, whatever. We've all done our little things. I'm not judging. I'm just saying the moments that I do put my mask on, I feel a lot better about myself.
2: Mm -hmm. Save that
0: judgment for your elected officials (laughs) who are fucking. Well, it's just, it's not about the, and going back, full circle to the idea where it's like it's not about doing it perfect it's about learning when you know Mm -hmm. better it's like there's not if you don't know better you can't do better and but once you know better you can and that doesn't mean that you're not still gonna make mistakes and whatnot too but it's it's recognizing that pain that comes from making a mistake when you do know better is different than the realization that like, Oh, I had no idea. Like that's not a, that shouldn't be a painful place. And I think we've made that a really painful place for people instead of saying, you know, better that there, there, there should be different, there's different consequences. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, if you're doing something, I think our only duty is to, to keep, having the most up to date kind of like operating system. So we can be making those best choices when you learn, you know, like you said, I think that's a great example of like, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. And now I will think about that every time I cross the street, I hadn't thought about that. You know, uh, speaking of weddings too, as a person who fucking loves weddings and is now planning one, the environment, the idea of how much that stuff costs and everything like that, like you cannot as a like mindful person go into that. I mean, it's like you absolutely can and people do. But the thought of like, if you if you can in good conscience, go in as as like wasteful or whatever as possible, then that that's your, that's your conscience. But I think most people can't. Mm -hmm. And so it's just about being like, again, denying that those things exist doesn't make them any less true. So it's like, let's let's be fucking honest about it. Let's say the thing like, let's, so we can make choices so we can say, Hey, I know this one is like, really, I know this one is kind of like tough. We can offset our choices. We can reduce harm. We can do things of like, this is important to me. So I need to, to be aware if I really want to drive a fucking truck, I need to recycle these things or what, whatever it is. So people are just being conscious uh, being conscious. And isn't that air sign consciousness?
1: And mm-hmm. like, the first time I went on a whale watching trip, you know, we saw a balloon in the ocean and mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the the guide was like, "Oh yeah, like I hope you don't see an animal come and get that because it's horrifying to see." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd never thought about that. I was young, you know, but it stuck with me forever. Like I don't I don't do balloons at birthdays. Like I don't it just I don't like it. I, it. It's fine. Like, I'm not, like, going to go pop your balloons on your big on your day or whatever. But, like, that's just not something for me that brings me enough joy to justify. And at that time, I wasn't thinking about, like, you know, the gas that's going in from the boat that we rented or whatever. Yeah, sure. Like, I wasn't thinking about, like, whatever my own impact. But it's, like, when you see something like that and then you're, like, but it's fun. It's, like, okay, like, does the end justify the means? Like, we can... Find
2: another thing that's fun. It's so temp. Well, like, what are these temporary things that we can maybe make more sustainable and long lasting? And of course, everyone do their part. But I'm gonna, you know, hammer at the man once again that there needs to be the only trickle down thing I do believe in is that the top should be doing their part as much as people at the bottom are doing their part too. And yeah, and also there's a big helium shortage too. So there's like a lot of things about balloons that's like pretty like controversial and fucked up. They're really expensive because of that helium shortage. And also they're very, you know, temporary. There's other things you could probably do do than a balloon.
1: I'm not sure, but I do believe that mylar ones are are not as harmful as the rubber. I I could be wrong, Mm -hmm. but – It's the same things with like confetti and like all these
2: things that, you know, things with extra packaging. Like – Hopefully, we can all agree that maybe there's, like, a better – even the fact that it took this long to even have for takeout, like, do you have your own silverware, (laughs) like, as a question that's posed. It's
1: like, damn, how have we not been asking this since, you know, day one? But here we are adapting as humans. One of the things that we're going to see in the next few years, I know from working in restaurants during this time, I mean – there was a lot more waste than normal. We had been focusing on being sustainable for so long and trying to decontaminate things means not having people stick the same fork in their mouths, unfortunately. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. we're using plastic. Yeah, we're using... And no, we don't have money to invest in like the nicer ones that are better for the environment. There's no way to do it that way. So yeah, and paper menus and all this kind of stuff. And we did do our best where I work to recycle and be mindful and make sure that we're doing the best we can, but we're going to see it a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Lots
2: of things. I mean, unprecedented times. Am I right? Am I right lady? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. mean, who knew that like, even from when we started the pod to now, like I had no idea we'd be at this point and that we, this is where society would take us. But we've, these plants have been here before New ideas get revved up. The world's not going to, you know, it can, it will go on without you, but what part do you want to play in it? And having these conversations. I know, like, I think a lot of people, this apolitical mindset, are like, just don't talk about it. Like, it's, the world's depressing enough. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> that's, that's weird uh, to me. I don't know. As a Gemini, well, so then Mercury are you going to not talk
0: about real things? Yeah, because like, then you're gonna, to... because then we're gonna be where we are now, where people feel lonelier and disconnected than they've ever felt, because we aren't talking about
1: express your uh, anger. Are, express yeah, because we everything. aren't talking about
0: things that are meaningful to us. We're talking about nice things. We're talking about tre- fleeting things. We're putting the the you know the emphasis on the wrong parts of celebrations and things like that, and that's not. So nobody's getting. Again, I'm like, I don't think anybody's getting what they want. Right. You know, so let's fix that. Let's make sure, let's see how we can get the most people what they want and not the most, not the richest people, not the, not the people that we think are supposed to like have the, like, let's, let's figure out a way for everybody to get what they want. And be careful about giving your ideas away
2: for free too. That's my, that's my other air sign, air, air sign thoughts of it all. There's so many platforms that I think, I don't know, people need to get paid for being creative and for their concepts and also. I, don't, I I see the double sides of this air, which I think is very is very uh, Aquarius and Gemini and Libra, sure. right? They're all these glyphs of like this duality and things. It's like get paid for your ideas and then also be open to having these forums and discussions of the ideas you're okay giving away for free. I think we're going to have to think of, you know, IP and thoughts and inventions
1: are the future. So – Good luck. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) if someone wants it for free, then like if they want it, then it's valuable. So just keep it Mm -hmm. until someone's willing to pay for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, dude!
2: I mean, we'll we're doing it. We'll. I guess we have twenty years to see, right? Like, I don't think this is going to be immediate by any means. We're just going to
0: bear witness for the next two hundred years. How exciting! Mm -hmm. Well, and it's just the same. I mean, even if something does happen you know, on the, on the day, I don't know if there will be, although there's a lot of like portal again, like you said, a lot of like portal. Well, it's, it's the
2: palindrome energy. too today. Cause it's coming out yeah. on the day of, so it's that 12, 21, 20. 21. And then also, the solstice. Of course, I mean, yeah. who, who knows by the time that this post, maybe the world would have exploded, but I'm thinking back to like the Mayan calendar, right? Like 12, sure. 21, 12 was supposed to be the like destructive. Thing. And now everyone's like, what if it was
0: uh, well, today? Nope about that in terms of not a literal the way that we're thinking of it like apocalyptic but thinking of like the end of the world as we know it as we move into a information eight like Mm -hmm. the world the world as we have known it is ending in a lot of ways not only environmentally but also just the way that we live yeah philosophically speaking the world is ending as we know So are you going to be a part of like building this new world or are you going to be talking about how it shouldn't be ending? It doesn't fucking matter. It's ending. Mm -hmm. So let's fucking let's let's be a part of it.
2: Yeah, hold your grannies and your parents accountable to these little fuckers that scooted. Out. They think they're scooting out of this time frame. They need to be. A, they, they're still living in this I, world, so get their asses up and get their shit. Hell, I've been having like real different conversations with my with my parents and my grandparents. Like, I'm lucky to have them, and but I'm just like, you do come from a different fucking time. Mm-hmm. And you need to catch up with now because we're here right now.
1: I think that's fair too. And I think it's a good reminder. It was something that they were saying, Tony and Casey on the Gay Power Half Hour, was like, have those tough conversations and like, be honest and be kind in them and save the rage for like, your elected officials. Mm -hmm. Save the like, you don't ever even, you know, yeah it's like have the real conversation with the people that they're in your real life and have the, like the protests, the, the big stuff, like the, the screaming, the yelling, the chanting, like save that for the people that can enact change in law and stuff.
0: Or whose job it is. Yeah. It's their job. It's like, they're not, you know, people, people in your life are just people they're doing and doing the best that they can. And not to say that our elect, I think we give so much grace to people in charge because we're like oh they're people as a and then looking at our neighbors as like fucking you know people that we have to hoard all of our resources from because they're we're all in competition with each other in that way when it's like nah, man that we're, we're all on the same team they're the fucking ones that we should be mad at mm-hmm. yeah
2: so let's i mean shit we solved, here,
0: it. We solved life
2: solved thank you uh well Cool. We'll see. Go up but I think we'll be fine. Things will be good. Like, you know, it's not I don't think it's as do – I don't know. There's been like a mixed message of like doom and gloom or like what is happening? The great I guess it has a good name, right? The Great Conjunction, the, the Great, great Mutation. The Great Mutation. There is a- but you
0: never know what the moment is until you look back and go, "Oh, that was the moment." And even then, there's contra- There's going to be dissenting opinions about what actually was the moment that changed everything and what was and wasn't. Like, even thinking about this news cycle that we've been in through COVID, when you're like, "Oh, this is the thing." I mean, thinking about like Trump stuff, where it's like, "Oh, this revelation is the stuff that's really gonna fucking." Right. Uh, no one could, no one could support him after this, and it's like we have no fucking idea what the things are. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: well, even the two thousand one. I mean, the next, yeah, May May twenty eighth two thousand. What was happening? Hmm, I don't know. I was probably like downloading, burning a CD on from Kazab, like a mixtape of like songs and playing The Sims. And the next year was nine eleven. That was a very big signature of that. You know, of the decades to now maybe next year we'll see the orange one behind bars are getting uh, prosecuted for their crimes i don't know this is again i'm putting some optimist spin uh to like what this can all mean but this nodal shift too we're having a lot of air shift and a lot of uh it's just such a different it it feels like a different era we're going into Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so we just have to be check there. It. We'll check be it there. out. <laughs> be present for it. Participate and, and watch it unfold. And if you know better, do better.
2: Damn, that's, a, yeah. mo- that's a motto. All right. Hell well, yeah. see you soon, babies. We got it.
0: Yeah. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon.
1: You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign
0: Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign Underscore Pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group.
2: Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much for listening. What's Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's
2: your sign?